Hello and welcome to Overcome Yourself. As you know, this is Nicole and I'm so excited to be here with my coach. Um, so let me introduce Brittany Budd and we're going to have an amazing conversation today. So Brittany, please take it away. Introduce yourself. Tell us uh, a little bit about you and what you do. Nicole, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. So I am a mindset and business coach. My name is Brittany Budd. I live in Canada. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I've got three kids and I'm just super passionate about helping women get really rich using online, you know, the internet to have their own businesses and, and create wealth and, and change. Yes. I love it. Um, you're so inspirational. Um, I love how, how you're helping us with our mindset. Cause that's really like the important thing, right? Cause a lot of us already have systems. We have frameworks, we have great products, we have offers, but really it's the mindset piece um, that really gets us. And, you know, that's what my book overcome yourself is all about. That's what this podcast is over all about. Um, so I would like to know in your journey to being this amazing coach for other coaches, um, do you find that you had to overcome yourself um, in your journey? I think I'm always overcoming myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I work with women and your audience is heavily women as well. And I think that from a very young age, we're told to chill out, <laughs> that we're a little bit too much, we're a little bit too loud, mm -hmm. we're a little bit too rambunctious, and we need to just be less. And that that becomes so ingrained in us. Like that is part of the inner dialogue that's going on inside of our minds on a regular basis. Like, I just want to be liked. I just want people to be pleased by me. I just want to be palatable to other people. I just want to do the right thing and say the right thing. So I'm not ruffling any feathers. And I think that no matter how much mindset work you do on that, at every new phase of your life and of your business and all of the things that you're kind of going through, those old stories will rear their ugly heads and come back at you. So yeah, I feel like I'm constantly overcoming myself. <laughs> All right. That, yeah, no, that's so true. Um, and it's like, there's levels, right? So we reach like a new level and then we're like, okay, we overcame this. And then it's like a whole different level. Like, oh my God, there's like another angle to this. And I yeah. still have a, 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 you know, like an onion. I have to peel back another layer. Um, new level, new devil, girl. Yeah. Well, the door is opening, so I might make noise. Okay. Um, so gratitude. Gratitude had played a big part in overcoming myself. So uh, can you talk to me a little bit about gratitude? Because I know you've been through, I know you've been through some st tough stuff. Like I start out my book talking about when I lost my baby, and I know that's something you've been through. Um, so can you talk to me a little bit about gratitude and how that has, um, how that ties into the CEO mindset? Because you, you teach us to have our CEO mindset. So does gratitude play a part in that? And how does that kind of work together? I think like, I'm a little bit woo woo. Okay. <laughs> I think that I am a spiritual person. Um, and so like, I, I'm totally like on, on board for like energies and frequencies and, you know, the way that you think and the thoughts that you're thinking 100% affects the way that you are feeling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is one of the things that we kind of coach on is your feelings affect how you show up. Like if you don't feel good, you don't want to show up. And so energetically, the highest frequencies that you can be in are love, joy, and gratitude. 
So gratitude 100% is, it's almost like a make or break. And we, we take things for granted so easily. Like when it comes to gratitude, you don't have to be like, oh, I made $10,000 in one day. I'm grateful for that. Like we have to be grateful for all of the things, even the terrible situations that you and I have both shared. Um, is there joy in those? No, but we can look around at the life that we have and be grateful for all of the little things. And especially in today's economy, like if you have a roof over your head and food in your fridge, that's something to be grateful for. And so when we can kind of tap into just being grateful and kind of in awe and wonder of all the little things every day, I totally believe that that attracts more of that to you because when we think of, we think of like the law of attraction and the law of uh, detachment and the law of assumption and the law of gravity, like that's just one of those things where when, when we're in that like attract, like attract, like if we're in gratitude and joy and love for the things that we have, it's really easy to bring more to us versus you know, compare and despair and complaining and just like hating everything. It's really hard to make good things happen for you when you just are focusing on the crappy stuff. Yes. Yes. And practicing gratitude is what helped me totally reframe my perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, It brought me into new circles, right? Because like, I didn't know you when I wasn't practicing gratitude. So it brings new things into your, in your, into your, into your circle, right? Like we talk about new friend circles and things like that. Um, And so I think that's such a big deal. And practicing gratitude, like you said, is finding the little things. Like in my book, I talk about just finding three things, just writing down three things every day. Um, And just doing that helps helps you reshape everything, like your perspective changes, the way you think about everything, the way that I walk through my day. And I would, instead of thinking like, in lack, you you start thinking, oh, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful I got to see this. Oh, wow, that's so green. I love that. And it's little things like that that bring in joy. Um, and I, I did, I was listening to something yesterday and they said, how will you feel when you're making this amount of money? <laughs> you know, they said, how will you feel when you're making, you know, this amount of money, 10,000, 20,000, $50,000 a month? You feel joy, you feel, you know, security. And then she said, okay, so how can you feel those same things right now? Um, So, you know, you're not going to feel, maybe you don't feel like you have $20,000, but how can you feel like you have enough right now? And when you feel like you have enough right now, you attract more um, of of what it is that you're thinking about. Um, And so she broke it down in a way that I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. That's very easy to understand versus to me trying to be like, I feel like I'm making 20 grand and then you feel like a fraud. And so bringing it back into where I am right now, that's where you start attracting those things that gets you to the 10, to the 20, to the $50,000 months. Um, So I think that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, So talk to me about what you help your clients with. So like, if there's like a, a tip, one of the big things that you talk to everyone about, what's the secret that everyone wants to know from you? (laughs) Um, I think that the biggest thing that we struggle with is trusting ourselves Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of what we just talked about previously, kind of being told who to be. 
And Mm -hmm. so a lot of people that come to me, you know, they see me as a multiple six figure business owner and they just want to delegate their entire business to me. What Mm -hmm. do I do? What should I say? Does this sound good? Should I sell this? What should I say to this person? Can you look at this email I just got? I don't know how to respond. (laughs) And they kind of forget just how to be a human and they don't trust themselves that they're going to say or do the right thing. And so one of the biggest things that I'm constantly working on with my clients and even sometimes with myself, like, I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to do the wrong thing. And it's not possible to do the wrong thing. Like, I think that if something's meant for you, then it's meant for you. And certainly you can actively block things. Like if I'm sitting here going, well, I'm meant to make a million dollars. And then I just like shut down my Facebook group, shut down my Instagram, deleted all my email list, never opened my phone or my computer again, and just laid on the couch watching Netflix and stuffing my face. Probably going to be pretty difficult to make that happen (laughs) if I'm taking absolutely zero action towards it. But I think that if you have a calling on your heart, that's enough that you're worthy of it. And if you're taking intentional action steps to move towards it, then that's all you need to do. Like the journey is already laid out for you. You're just going down the path and no, the path is not simple. It's going to be very, very rocky, but we have to trust, have that self-trust that yes, I really believe that this is what I've been called to do yes, I'm doing the right things. Yes. I'm saying the right things. I'm, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now versus where I think I should be because Sally on the internet (laughs) is in a different place. (laughs) Yeah. I think that, that, that self-trust and that, you know, that CEO mindset and, and really delegating all of those CEO decisions to yourself and listening to your body. I think the other thing that I talk about a lot is that we think that our brains are really good for making decisions, but our brains are crap at making decisions. Our brains are for ideas and imagination. So guess what? Every time you delegate to your brain to make a decision, it's got all kinds of wild and crazy stories that it's telling you. And it's like, perfect. I've got your full attention here. I'm going to say whatever I want. It's like a toddler, right? Like, Hey mom, watch this. And then it's like this crazy story. And you're just like, it's starting in the middle and the end. They're all completely different. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to delegate your decision-making to your body. That's what you really need to listen to. Do you feel it in your chest? Do you feel it in your stomach? Is it giving you a headache? And really like listening to that intuition because it does live in your body to make the decisions that feel right for you. And then trusting that even if you make a decision that doesn't work out, that's okay. That's just part of it. Yes. So big deal. I always, I talk a lot about taking imperfect action. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, like you can't edit a page that hasn't been written, right? Like you can edit bad copy, but you can't edit an empty page. Um, so like that. yeah, that it, right. Uh, when I heard that, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So like, as long you get it on the paper, like do something um, and then you can be like, oh, that didn't work. Let me try it like this. Right. So taking a perfect action is such a big deal. So even if you get it wrong, it's okay. At least you did it. Um, you can make it better once it's done. Um, And then you learn to ask the right questions, right? When I started building websites, for example, 
I didn't know, I didn't know even what questions to ask, you know, and then little by little, you start figuring things out and you're like, oh, so what I actually need to be asking is, you know, this, because now you understand the process and it's the same with mindset. It's the same with coaching, I think. Um, so that's a big deal. I was going to ask you something else and then I totally forgot. So, um, all right, we'll come back to it. Um, oh, that um, one of the things I wanted to, that, that you kind of brought out, um, you know, something about being neurodivergent is we have like, I, I'm neurodivergent and we have a, an issue with like time blindness sometimes. And we um, tend to think like, we think about something like doing the dishes and it feels like it's gonna take the rest of our lives. Um, yes. And we have to remember, I, so I'm constantly reminding myself one step at a time. So the terrain might be really rocky, like you mentioned, but I don't have to like jump over, you know, 20 feet here. Like all I gotta do is take the next step take the next step. And then as you, you know, as you start going, you build up momentum. Um, so I think that was a great point that you mentioned. Um, and those little habits, you know, is um, building those daily habits that create the quantum leaps. Um, and so those are those baby steps. It doesn't, it doesn't take forever. It doesn't take as long as you think it's going to take, right? We um, overestimate how much we can do in a day, but underestimate how much we can do in a year. Um, so it's just focusing Absolutely. on that next step. Um, and then the other last thing that popped into my head while you were talking is about making trust deposits in ourselves, right? Um, and mm -hmm. it starts with those little things, those little habits, like saying, I'm going to drink water and then drinking the water. Um, and those are like little things that you can do to build up that trust. Yeah, look at both of us. Um, I got my oh. water. <laughs> yeah, with your Disney cup, I got I got a universal cup when I went to Universal, and I was like, I'm like Brittany now. I've got my universal cup, but it broke. I'm so sad. So now I got to go back and get a new one. <laughs> oh no, poor you! You got to go all the way back to Universal. <laughs> yeah. So you know, after the tourists go home, you know, we can't go in the summer because it's there's too many people. You know, because it's vacation and stuff. Um, so oh. after the summer, we'll go and hang out. Um, so I can get my cup. Yes. But always like drinking water that those are little things that we do to make trust deposits in ourselves. Um, and, and cause that's a big deal is trusting yourself. It, you know, if you're like, if you can't even trust yourself to drink water, you're like, I'm going to make a thousand dollars this month. Like your brain doesn't believe you. Like you're like, you can't even drink that water. Right. <laughs> no. Do you know that only, um, 3% of people that make new year's resolutions actually complete them? 97% of people are like, I don't believe any of this crap. We're not doing any of this. Like, haha, that's cute. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. But yeah, it's true. Like gyms will bring extra equipment for the first week of the, of the year. And then they get rid of it. Like after the seventh of the month, that's yeah. it. We don't need the extra equipment because yeah, because people stop. So um, one of the things that I love that you do with us is, um, you have us report back. Okay. So what did you do this month? Like what got done? Um, because sometimes we are working by ourselves. We've got, you know, like we're, and then we don't really take note of that. Cause we're like, yeah, I made this, you know, I kind of have an idea, but to actually sit down and go through your accounts, look at everything, what's come in, what's gone out. Um, and not just paying attention to the monetary things because, in the beginning, we're making like when you're, you know, it's like a farm, right? And we're making like these little deposits and we're doing all these activities and we got to keep doing them so that something sprouts up. Um, and so it's also taking a look at what, where am I investing my time um, that's going to build to that income. Um, so I just wanted to mention that, that that's awesome. 
Yeah, I think that's really important because I think that sets businesses and hobbies apart. Oh, like I love that. Hobbies, lots of people have hobbies. They yes. think it's a business, but they're not paying any attention to the action they're taking, the time they're spending, how much money they're bringing in, how much money they're putting back out. They're just like, wee, I'm just having super <laughs> fun. And that is hobby mentality. And that's like, no, hey, we were not taught in school how to run businesses. Mm-mm. That's why we hire coaches. Like I am a business expert. So that's why I make you guys go, okay, what did we do? And often we're resistant to it because we don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know how much time I spent or didn't spend. I don't want to know how much money I made and then turned around and put back out. I don't want to know anything that's going on. I'm just having fun over here in my own little world. But it's really hard to grow a, a profitable and a sustainable business when we have no idea what's going on. And it, it's not to shame or trigger anybody, but it's to make that awareness, just like you said, how do I edit a blank page? How do I make better habits in my business and make better choices and tweak as necessary to reach my goals if I have no idea what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Just like if you want to take control of your health. How are you going to change what you eat if you don't even know what you eat? Like, (laughs) right. The first thing you've got to do is keep track is start keeping track and just observe what's going on here. And then you can make adjustments. Um, So that I think that's a huge deal. Um, Such a great reason to have a coach. So two more things. Um, Any last thing that you want to add? And then I'm going to ask you how we can get in touch with you, how we can get stuff from you. Like you're awesome. How can we connect? Right. So uh, any last, any last little secrets or anything like that, that you'd like to share based on what we've talked about? Um, listen to your body Yes. when you're about to make a decision. Um, I think a lot of people think that they need to have a lot of options and that they really should be listening to just one option. And is it yes or is it no? And then going to the next option, is it yes or is it no? Instead of being like, I have 50 things I could do. Okay, (laughs) let's not throw spaghetti at a wall. Let's listen to our bodies and figure out what we want to do about these things. And really like sit with your body more on the decisions that you are making in your business and trust yourself that whatever you do decide, one, is the right thing. Two, if it feels like the wrong thing, it's not set in stone. You didn't give a blood oath. (laughs) You can change your mind. Like you are allowed to have creative freedom in your business. You do not have to be married to anything. The flip side of that is give stuff a chance to work before you change your mind. (laughs) Right, Right. Plant those seeds and then water them and then give them some time to grow. Um, yeah, I was I'm guilty of that where I did a lot of changing, like, no, no, no. And then it's like, it's nothing is going to work if you don't invest any time in it. Like <laughs> you can't, just... I think you need, to, I think you need to give like three to six months, Yes, like committed energy to something. Mm-hmm. And then if it still feels like it doesn't feel good, it's not working. You tried the things then maybe it's time to evaluate, but you like, you have to get yourself on board and then you have to get your followers on board to the thing that you're doing. Yes, absolutely. So there's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> and then, and then there's levels. Um, you've talked about the levels too, where 
you know, in the beginning, you might not get a lot of interaction, but then people are watching. Like one of the mm-hmm. things that you that you kind of like let us know and and like you proved to us, we proved to ourselves is your highest value value clients might not ever interact with your content. So you get frustrated because nobody's interacting, but they're watching mm-hmm. and they're watching and they're paying attention and they're making their decisions and they're like in their head and they're getting ready to go into their bodies. So it's so important that we show up anyway. Um, yes. So that's a big lesson I've learned from you too. <laughs> um, you know, cause we do kind of get discouraged, but then later on, as you start getting more followers and things, obviously it grows, you start getting more interactions and things, but in the beginning, we just have to remind ourselves our highest value clients they're watching. They might not be interacting, but they are watching. So we've got to keep talking to them. Um, Awesome. So how can we stay in touch with you? Oh my goodness. Come hang out in my Facebook group. It's a free Facebook community. It's so much fun. It's called Grow and Get Rich, Marketing and Sales Mastery for Female Entrepreneurs. And you can join Nicole in my membership on my website, brittanybud.com forward slash 10K Formula Inner Circle. Yes, yes. So all those links will be in the comments um Brittany's group is awesome there's always fire being dropped like you're just dropping knowledge all the time um and helping us with our mindset you know even for free in your free group there's so much value that goes on in there so that's a big deal and the 10k formula is you know that's where you got to be like if you want to make 10k (laughs) that's where you got to be um and you do have some one-on-one programs as well um so I'm i that's one of my goals is to get into what you're one of your one programs and that'll be coming up soon. So I'm excited for that. Um, so anything else before we sign off here? No, thank you so much for having me. It was super duper fun. <laughs> I just love watching you and all the fun things that you are doing and the impact that you're creating in the world. Oh, it's just such an yeah. honor that as your coach, I get to see a little bit of the behind the scenes of that and just watch you take the world by storm girl. Oh, thank you so much. That's You're awesome. Welcome. I appreciate that. And um, I love watching you take the world by storm. Like we're, we are going to do great things. Um, and together we're going to do great things. So I'm excited for yes. what we've done. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we will catch you next week. Bye.